we've got high inflation and low interest rates. And that is an amazing thing to take advantage of right now. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. And with me, as always, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, you and I talked uh, before, but I just got back from uh, being in the mountains for six days. And so that was a lot of fun. Did some elk hunting. Um, so good, good time. Um, just, just fun to be kind of just out there in nature with nothing, <laughs> but the, you know, this pack on your back and, uh, of course a, uh, a gun and, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. So sometimes good to get out. Right. And just get away from everything. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah. It's good. Anytime I get to go to the mountains, it's amazing. I love it. So what are we talking about today, Matt? Well, we're going to be talking about inflation and how you can plan your investing around that, uh, especially with the high inflation that we have right now. Yep. Yeah. So we got high inflation and whether that's transitionary as, you know, they've said for a while or now have kind of changed it to it's maybe here for a little longer term. Uh, we'll see what happens. We don't quite know yet, but we do know that at this point in time, we've got a pretty good amount of inflation. We've been hovering between that four to 5% inflation. And, you know, it's, it's not even across the board. Of course, there's, there's higher inflation in certain things and there's lower uh, inflation in others, but we do know we're in an inflationary time period. And I guess who could have predicted, right? I mean, how would you expect there to be inflation when the government only puts an extra $6 trillion into the market? Right. Um, I think there was talk, I think we, we had covered before, you know, what's going to happen with this, all this stimulus money. And, and I think one of the biggest things we had talked about was, well, we're expecting inflation to happen. Uh, and here we go, it's here. So we've got all kinds of weird stuff going on beyond inflation, uh, Matt, I mean, we've got this supply chain issue, uh, with, with a lot of things, um, you know, we're dealing with cabinets that we're supposed to get in six to eight weeks. And now it's, you know, 20 weeks in and we're still waiting on cabinets. Um, you know, you, you hear about, oh, stuff is stuck in the ocean. My kid, he's got, a, you know, his hockey team and they're waiting for their hockey jerseys because they're stuck on a ship in the ocean. Um, you know, just, just all kinds of stuff like that. You keep on hearing all oh, Christmas is, you know, it's going to be tough to get stuff, uh, you know, toys and whatever else. And, um, so we've got that, the, the weird supply chain issue. We've got this worker shortage, um, you know, there's, there's, there's employers out there that are looking for a lot of people and they can't find them. So I think we got so many different things going on. It's just, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what's happening and where it's going to go from here. Um, but we do know that prices are going up. Yeah, exactly. There are a lot of factors in play. Uh, another one is increased spending on retail as well. It's 
up uh, 17% from where it was two years ago. So people are just yeah. buying more stuff. Well, and they're buying more stuff because they have more money because they were yeah. given a bunch of free money, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're given a ton of free money, yeah, you're going to buy more. I mean, you just like keep getting these checks from the government every week. Well, that's, that's just what happens. Um, so how does this affect us? as real estate investors or as business owners, how are we affected by this uh, inflationary period? Is it positive? Is it negative? I think those are the key things we want to look at. Um, what, are, what are the, you know, what's the benefits? How do, how do we benefit from it? And what are some of the, the negatives or the, the traps uh, out there? I think the maybe the worst thing you can do right now with your money is to keep it in the bank or under your mattress or something like that. Because even if you're getting like 1% interest on your money in the bank, you're losing money because of the higher interest rate or the higher inflation rate. Yep. hundred um, percent. If you're making 0.1% in the bank, which is probably what you're making. Yep. Uh, yeah. Then for sure. It, you're, you're the value of the dollar just is it's going down. And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, real estate in my opinion is a, is a great place to have your money. It's a great hedge against it. Um, and, and one of the things that I think is extremely valuable about real estate is that we can leverage real estate and leverage can be dangerous, right? If we over leverage something, we've got a a high amount of leverage and then we've got a period of time where values go down uh, or rents go down or whatever income goes down. We can't make our mortgage payment. And then all of a sudden we lose the property. So if we own it cash, right, that's the safest way to own it. However, in an inflationary period, having a mortgage is extremely valuable. So just think about if inflation continues at 5%, well, guess what? So so at 5%, inflation's going up, values are going up, your building's increasing by 5%, the dollar's increasing, you know, So, but what happens here with your mortgages, it doesn't change. If you have a $300,000 mortgage, that $300,000 mortgage is still $300,000, even though the, really the, the inflation has pushed the dollar up. Right. And actually, quite frankly, because you're paying principal off, your mortgage is actually going down. So what happens is you've got this big delta between the increase with inflation and the, you know, your, your decrease of your principal payments. And so you're creating value just due to inflation on that mortgage. So it's a beautiful thing. You, you've got a big delta there that can get created. If you have no mortgage, well, you, you just, you don't have that change, right? You don't have that principal pay down. You don't have that um, let, let's just say, let's use this for example. Okay. I've, I've got a thousand dollar mortgage payment, Matt, and inflate. And so I'm, I'm paying a thousand dollars per month, every single month, but inflation 
goes up and now that same dollar is, um, you know, basically $2. Okay. So that, that's massive inflation, obviously, but we're still paying a thousand dollars per month for that mortgage. That didn't change at all. Everything else costs double, right? My rents went up by double. Everything went up by double, but my mortgage stayed the same. Okay. So is that, that, that hopefully allows people to understand like, that's that's huge. That's the power in your mortgages. Now you're still paying that thousand dollars a month. Property taxes probably doubled, utilities doubled, all your expenses doubled, your rents doubled, everything doubled, but the mortgage stays at a thousand bucks. So your delta increases, right? So you were making five hundred dollars cash flow. Now you're making a thousand cash flow or NOI, but your mortgage didn't change. So you make even more. Yeah. I mean, that's just incredible. Uh, especially if your interest rate is less than the rate of inflation, like your, your double bonus right there, essentially. Yep. Yep. Big, big bonus. So, so that's, you know, obviously love inflation for that. Um, it's good. It's good for also, it's, it's, I mean, it's great because values of your real estate are, are going up, right? Rents are likely going up. Expenses are likely going up too. But, you know, if if, if we have, a, again, if we have even inflation across the board, which typically doesn't happen, by the way, but if we, let's just say we have very even inflation across the board and it's 5%, uh, my expenses are typically lower than my amount of income. And if I increase my income by 5%, but my expenses by 5%, well, I create more Delta, right? So if I increase on expenses, I got a hundred thousand dollars in expenses. I increase that by 5%. Um, you know, that's, and, and then I have my income, it's $200,000 and I increase that five by 5%. You know, you're going to have more, monetary value on that $200,000, right? You're going to have double the amount. So you're just going to increase your income, continue to increase your income. Of course, that's if everything's perfect, right? That's if my rents go up by 5%, but my expenses also go up by 5%. Yep. And earlier you mentioned leverage. Uh, you know, I'm really curious about that with, uh, you know, it, Leverage is an important tool to really grow your real estate empire. Uh, you know, trying to do it without leverage would be, just be silly. Uh, but over leveraging, like you said, puts you in danger of losing the property. So what would you say is the, about the right amount of uh, you know, leverage to have on a property right now? Boy, uh, Matt, that's, that's a really tough yeah. uh, question. And, and it's, it's kind of a subjective question and it's based on, the specific property and, and what's going on also at that, at that piece of property. And, you know, so like, uh, for instance, Matt, I, I've got a property I'm purchasing. We're willing to put 80% LTV on, but the debt service coverage ratio is going to be well over one and a half. It's going to cash flow immediately really, really well. Um, so we're, I'm willing to put 80% on it. Now, 
that to a lot of people would be like, well, that's not being very conservative. You're, you're being super aggressive. You're over leveraging 80%. Well, okay. But that same person is going out there and they're getting a loan on a multifamily at 60% yet their debt service coverage ratio is 1.2. Right. And so, you know, which one's more aggressive I would argue the 1.2 is more aggressive. They would argue, no, the 80% is more aggressive because you have less Delta there. So, you know, it's just, it's really hard to say what the best answer is. I'm a, I'm a debt service coverage ratio kind of person. So what, what debt service coverage ratio, for those who don't know real quick, it's if, if my income is, is $200,000 in my, um, mortgage expense is $100,000, that would be a debt service coverage ratio of two, meaning it's double two times my rent, or sorry, my mortgage amount. So my, my income is two times. So $100,000 times two is $200,000, right? So again, if, if I got a $100,000 mortgage and it's 1.2 times, 1.2 debt service coverage ratio, okay, that means my income is only $120,000, which means in the end, my cash flow is $20,000, right? If it's 1.5, means my income, my net operating income is $150,000, which means my cash flow is $50,000. So you see where I say 80% leverage, I'm making $50,000 in cash flow in that scenario versus the other person that's at 60% leverage, but is at 1.2, they're only making $20,000 of cash flow. Okay. So there, there's one example. The other thing is like, what are we actually doing with this property, Matt? In my instance, 80% is going to be a really strong cash flowing property. Uh, it starts out really strong. And it's going to continue to perform well. I'm willing to take that long-term 80% debt. However, uh, if I've got a, a property that uh, maybe I'm going to add value to, um, maybe I'm looking at a little bit less leverage, but I do have that low debt service coverage ratio up front because I've got to add a ton of value before I can increase that. So there's just so many moving parts to talk about debt, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, leverage is powerful. You just got to be careful. You got to understand it. You gotta understand how it's going to impact your investment. Uh, but right now we're in this crazy environment, Matt, where you've got high inflation, right? 5% inflation, and you've got low interest rates. And that just doesn't happen. Usually we've got high inflation, high interest rates, low inflation, low interest rates. We've got high inflation and low interest rates. And that is an amazing thing to take advantage of right now, especially if you can lock that in long-term. If you can lock in two to 3% long-term debt, and we've got this inflationary period of 5% plus for the next couple of years, which I believe it will be the next couple of years. It's hard to say. Uh, you've got an amazing event right there. So essentially, uh, put your money into real estate and have a a uh, reasonable amount of leverage depending on the deal. Um, yeah. And that way <laughs> you're, you're uh, investing with this high inflation, low interest rate, and you're going to make the most out of it. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I would, I would agree to 
a degree, right? There's mm-hmm. still risks out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall, yes. What are some risks out there? Well, here's the, here are some risks and, and there's a lot of them, but one, one risk is we've got this inflation, but it's not even across the board. Okay. So that's, that's a big risk. So here's, here's why. Let's say we've got high inflation that is increasing expenses. We have to pay more for our gas. We have to pay more for our food. We have to pay more for our rent. But employers aren't paying more for your labor. And so we've got this inflation on consumer goods, on on housing expenses, but we've got, we don't have the same on the other side, and that's our income. And so now we can't afford to pay our food bills and our gas and our, we can't go buy stuff. And so that then depresses the economy and, and we can't afford our rent because we're not making any more money. And so rent can't go up. So rent stagnates while expenses increase. And now if we have that, that's bad because, well, now my $400 in cash flow just goes down to a hundred or zero or negative. And that's obviously a bad thing. So when we have inflation, it's exciting, but it's also a little nerve wracking because it, again, it doesn't always happen the exact same way to everything. And so we want to just keep a keen eye on what's going on. Rents are going up right now. That's great. But our wage is going up enough to be able to keep that long term. And you've got to really pay attention to that. Yeah. And I think if uh, employers are like just going to raise wages just so they can attract some employees, they're going to have to increase the prices of their goods and services. And that only further drives inflation. Yep. Yep. Um, Yeah, I think... um, we just have to be aware of what's happening in this type of environment. Again, it's, it's, it's exciting to have uh, inflation for real estate. This is how people get extremely wealthy in real estate um, by having inflation. I mean, you think about what happened in from 2008 to today, we've had massive real estate inflation and it's created a lot of millionaires and billionaires, but there's that other side of the coin. What goes up must come down and we have to be aware of what's happening around us. And I'm not telling people to go and predict, right? You still got to follow the fundamentals, Matt, that you and I talk about all the time. And it's, it's about having good, strong cash flow. Right. It's about finding well-located properties. It's about using debt and leverage the, the right way. Um, and it's about good sound management. Right. But you just have to be aware of what's happening in the environment and how you can benefit from it. Uh, what kind of opportunities you can look for. And in my opinion, right now, looking for opportunities where you can get uh, cash flow coupled with uh, good, good long-term debt it is going to be a recipe for a win 
All right. Well, uh, that's all I have for today about inflation. How about you? Um, yeah, I think, I think that's it. That's, uh, that's all I have as well, man. Just, uh, be out, get out there and, uh, you know, start, start digging for diamonds. Sounds good. All right. You have a fantastic rest of the day and make every day Saturday. Thanks. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. It's a rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go up to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.